Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. Ole Miss just wrapping up an opening season sweep of Charleston Southern. Beautiful days on Saturday and Sunday. Great-looking crowds as well. My name is Michael Borky. Again, really glad that you guys are with me. And I'll tell you what, it's Charleston Southern. And everything that follows what I talk about here uh, needs to be with the understanding that it is Charleston Southern. Now, apparently, Charleston Southern... Uh, brought in a nice recruiting class for their conference and all that stuff. But again, it it is just Charleston Southern. However, as I sit here on this Sunday afternoon, it's got to feel good for you guys to to sit back and have sit back and watched your team look like it was supposed to against a team it was supposed to be like this. That's really the biggest takeaway of the weekend to me. I mean, we'll get into individual players and stuff for, from each game, I suppose. But the the overarching theme here is that Ole Miss is a lot better than Charleston Southern. They have more talent, they have more depth, all that stuff. Um, but you know, sometimes in sports, especially in baseball, that sometimes doesn't matter. You may not, you know, bring it fully, or or just have one of those off days, whatever the case may be. Uh, see Arkansas. Certainly glad Arkansas didn't have any fun. Uh, when they lost to Illinois State. So it is good to see them come out and look like a a top-five team and play like a top-five team because, again, Arkansas didn't. Other teams around the SEC lost. Liberty went to Florida, and and I'm sure Liberty's probably better uh, than Charleston Southern. Point being, your team this weekend came out of the gate looking like they were supposed to, playing the way that they were supposed to, and dominated a team that they are supposed to dominate. So... Everything else that follows, I don't think really matters because I'm not exactly sure they really got tested all that much this weekend. Next weekend is a little bit interesting without having dug into VCU too much. It was a regional team last year. So you've got that coming to your place. They uh, they lost to Mississippi State in a, in a regional last year. But um, anyway, point is, long story short, opening weekend of baseball season, some weird stuff happened around the league, and it didn't happen to you. Your team came out and you, they, they played well. Uh, Mike Bianco Friday night wasn't entirely pleased with this team's performance, and uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, but largely dominant. I mean, you run ruled them twice in a three game series. This is what you're supposed to do to teams like Charleston Southern when you are a team like Ole Miss. So that offense, I mean, it was as hyped of an offense as I've ever heard an Ole Miss offense. In my 12 years being affiliated one way or the other, whether it be covering or actually attending school there, uh, I have never had an offensive team at Ole Miss or never heard of an offensive team hyped the way this one was. And uh, when they were given the opportunities, uh, largely they looked like they were supposed to. Now, Charleston Southern, especially Friday, had a hard time getting the ball over the plate. Again, it's really hard to gauge because of the opponent that you played, but they looked good. Uh, Elko looks 100%. McCants uh, had a good, especially Friday night, had a big hit today as well. Um, that's an order that can beat you one through nine, and there's a couple of guys that aren't quote-unquote starters uh, that can also beat you. It's They looked like they were supposed to look like, so that's uh, a really good sign. We'll go game by game here in a second. First, I want to remind you, if you don't already, 
Follow me on Twitter at Michael Borky or Facebook under the same name or YouTube under the same name as well. Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Also, this podcast feed, if you haven't, subscribe here wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening in browser to Rebel Report wherever you get them and subscribe there. And the podcast, make sure you go by LBs if you're going to spend your time in Oxford or just grilling, watching baseball. You've got a home series next weekend. You've got a home series uh, two weeks after that. So it's VCU at home, and then they go to UCF and see John Rice Plumley, uh, who I don't think will be playing for UCF, but, you know, going to Orlando for a road series at UCF. Uh, they turn around and host Oral Roberts on the weekend, and then it's SEC play coming at us that quickly. So, But if you're going to do any grilling at all, go by LB's and see Greg. Tell him I sent you. You can also get a, a daily lunch special. Those are Monday through Friday, but they're open every day. If you're going to be cooking with meat, it's the best place in Mississippi to do just that. And LB's is a big supporter of Ole Miss baseball. The podcast is also brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're in the market for any kind of office technology and you are based inside of the state of Mississippi, Anywhere inside of the state, they can service you. Advantage Business Systems, again, absms.com is the website. Office technology is what they do. Copiers and printers, mail machines, cloud storage, data security, IT projects. If it's technology, if it's in the office, they have a solution for you. Tell them I sent you, and you'll get a complimentary assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you. Also, a quick caveat, I feel like absolute garbage today, all weekend. I have been dragging dragging. I even had a hard time in church this morning, so I'm really struggling today. So please forgive me uh, for that. I'm a little foggy upstairs mentally. I'm just not 100% in it and physically definitely not 100% in it. So please forgive me. But successful weekend, as you heard before, just took care of business. That's what Ole Miss did this weekend. They were the better team, the significantly better team. They played like it, and uh, that's an encouraging sign for your ball club in the opening weekend. So Friday night, Ole Miss wins 9-3. to three. Uh, Most eyes, I believe, were on Derek Diamond. He went five innings, five complete innings. Uh, struck out eight, walked a couple, gave up a couple of runs as well. Uh, velocity kind of dipped. Uh, I mean, and by kind of dipped, I mean really dipped from first inning uh, into where he, he finally was done in the fifth. Now, Mike Bianco said something interesting about that after the game. Um because it was a pretty stark dip in velocity. It, it really fell off as the game was going on. And, and Mike Bianco made direct reference to that after the game. He said uh, that he thinks the weather and the time in between innings for him could have been a factor in him being a little bit choppy and his velo going down. It was cold on Friday night. And uh, Charleston Southern was really having a hard time getting the ball over the plate. You had uh, Ole Miss batters walked what? I have the box score up here. They walked six times uh, in the game, and uh, there were just really, really long innings. Uh, Charleston Southern pitched one, two, three, four, five, six guys in those nine innings. So there were five pitching changes and six walks, and there was a lot of time in between innings, and the weather, it was very cold. And so – Mike didn't seem very worried about uh, about that, considering the conditions. And I mean, some of uh, some of the waits for him were like forty five minutes long in between pitches, you know, because of Ole Miss scoring runs, getting walked, and Charleston Southern making a lot of changes. So 
It was a nice outing. They said on the broadcast on Saturday that it was dominant. I don't know if I would exactly call it dominant when it's Charleston Southern and he did give up a couple of runs, but that's me nitpicking. It was good. Uh, I would like to see more, though, before I start. Um, and I'm sure all of you, and Mike Bianco even, uh, would say the same thing. I'm sure Derek Diamond would say the same thing. That I would like to see a little bit more, especially against better competition, before uh, – you know, you declare that he's ready for Friday night in the SEC role. But good start so far. I mean, good start. Struck out eight, looked good. Um, weird game with how long it was in between innings. His coach didn't seem particularly worried about it. So uh, until there's until there's reason to, I, I'm not going to be either. Interesting uh, that Washburn, Jack Washburn was the first guy out of the pen. He's the Oregon State transfer, and he was the first one out of the pen. I find that to be a fascinating uh, dynamic on in game one of these series, if this is something that Bianca will continue to do. As I understand it, he's going to be starting on Tuesday against Arkansas State. But, man, with, that, with him being a starting pitcher, basically, and he was in the mix to be a, a weekend rotation guy uh, going into the season, a lot of people thought it was a sure-in that he was going to be a weekend rotation guy. Turns out he's not. But that is a, a fascinating idea there Uh, I was talking to somebody about it Friday night just you know kicking back and forth Uh, you could possibly have a scenario in which you throw basically two starting pitchers on Friday uh, where you give you know Diamond five innings in Washburn three or four and that could be something that that they're looking into I think that's an interesting idea he only pitched one inning you know maybe uh, Bianco would like to use him multiple times on the weekend I don't know but if he is going to be your midweek starter, uh, throwing you know three to four innings on a Friday night after Diamond is done, I think it's really interesting and could really work. Save your bullpen, which you seem like you've got a pretty damn good one for for the weekend, for the rest of the weekend. Uh, I find that fascinating. So uh, he only pitched one inning, so maybe there's nothing to it, but uh, looked good in that one inning. And uh, Ole Miss wins rather comfortably. Uh, Tim Elko, it was good to see him 100%. He hits a home run, the first beer shower of the year. Uh, Sidebar, by the way, uh, Alabama had a walk-off on, I believe it was on Friday night, hit a walk-off and had one of the saddest beer showers I've ever seen in their right field student section. It was like seven dudes throwing their beer in the air. Uh, Come on, man. Find find your own thing. Find, Find your own thing. If you're going to do it, you got to really do it, and that was the saddest thing I've ever seen. But anyway, Elko uh, presumably is using both of his ACLs and uh, and looked quite good doing it. Also had a home run on Saturday. Uh, also liked McCants. Uh, seeing him, again, as Charleston Southern, maybe it means nothing, but uh, him getting out of the gate hot because he really struggled towards the end of uh, of last season, especially at the plate, also in the field, but he, he his production really fell off as the the season went on and it was good to see him get a hot start in uh, in 2022. So 9 to 3 the final on Friday night Ole Miss wins and wins comfortably. They also do so on Saturday. They run ruled Charleston Southern uh after you know six and a half innings Ole Miss wins uh, 11 to 1. You had uh your first look at John Gaddis and I liked him. I, I if you guys listen to me on the radio or, or anywhere else long enough, you know that I am a big fan of fast baseball. I think the pace of baseball sometimes can be too slow 
and that needs to be worked on. People need to do something uh, about the pace of play in baseball sometimes. You don't have to worry about that with uh, with Gaddis. Man, he works fast. I mean, you knew going into the season that he would be a fast worker, but I didn't realize it was going to be that fast. Uh, he looks good. You could tell early, and if I remember correctly, uh, Bianco referenced that after the game, that he was a little hyped up. And you could tell early on that he was a little juiced up. Uh, you know, big crowd, first outing, pitching as an SEC pitcher on the weekend. And uh, early on, he looked a little hyped. He was missing a lot high, uh, had some command issues early, but then settled in nicely. He was also on a pitch count, a 75 pitch count, and he hit that number perfectly. <laughs> he literally hit his pitch count on the nose to complete the fourth inning. And so that's why he got pulled after four. He had missed uh, his workout uh, due to, I-, I say injury, but more of precaution the week before and uh, came out and once he settled in looked sharp um, I'll tell you what it's really hard to tell it's really hard to tell but I love the way he worked I really did and uh, he's got the stuff from the left side to uh, to give people some problems so we'll get a better gauge of him next weekend but I I, I like the way he looked in his first action uh, in an Ole Miss uniform Riley Maddox was great the uh, the freshman from my backyard, sort of, uh, Jackson Prep. The uh, the freshman looked really good in his two innings of relief. Ole Miss has a lot of options uh, in the bullpen, some of which are are young and inexperienced, like Maddox, but he especially stood out uh, in that game. Uh, from the bats, Elko hit another home run because, of course, he did. I mean, he's he's going to be a I mean, maybe even a twenty five home run guy this year. Uh, he looks healthy. The swing looks great. It's got power. Um, just uh, he's a hell of a story and a, a good teammate and a good leader, and he's a, a joy to watch. And I don't say that much about baseball, but he's a joy to watch. He really is, and a great story and a great dude. So good to see him getting his 2022 campaign and his last one in a college uniform off to the start that it's off uh, with his home run on Saturday. I think this is the best lineup. I think this is the best lineup for Ole Miss. Uh, they went with Burford on Friday. I think this is the better one. Bench at third, leading off. Gonzalez second at short. Uh, Elko third. Graham fourth. Chatney. I Honestly, I, I would feel comfortable moving him all the way down to the bottom of the lineup, but uh, he's fine there. McCants, Dunhurst, Van Cleve, and Leatherwood. I think in that order, I think this is Ole Miss's best lineup, at least from what we know right now. And... uh Playing musical chairs and stuff, trying to figure out lineups and things like that is Ole Miss. But uh, that, to me, is their best lineup. And uh, that's one that I would hope, if I were you, that they stick with uh, moving forward. But comfortable win, comfortable win, 11-1, to one, run ruled after six uh, and a half. Uh, Gaddis, I think, looks the part. Uh, we'll see with tougher competition, and we'll see if he's able to settle down a little bit. Because, yeah, his first... His first few batters, especially, you could tell he was hyped up. And once he calmed down, he uh, definitely looked apart. Sunday, the game that just went final. Another run rule, 12-2. to two. Ole Miss gets the win. Kevin Graham had a nice day. Hit a just an absolute missile for a home run uh, early in the game. And uh, he struggled to start the series. Uh, had like a 61 on-base streak end on Saturday. Uh Got on base on Friday, didn't get hit, though. But uh, that streak came to an end. Uh, But he had his home run. He had another hit as well in the game. Uh, Drove in, I think, four on his home run and his other hit. So uh, it was good to see him uh, get 
into rhythm. I mean, he's got such a sweet swing, and he was such an important piece for that team last year and struggled in the first two games and uh, showed you exactly why he was as hyped as he was or should have been hyped as he was going into the season uh, with his home, his home run today. Kemp Alderman hit one approximately 600 feet to dead center, and it looked like he barely swung. I mean, that kid's got power for days, so uh, he had a home run and a double. Uh, McCants had another double, hit a ball into the gap. Um, fielded his position well today. They had him in center. Again, I am uh, I'm a big fan of Saturday's lineup, still tinkering. Uh, we'll see. Um, We'll see what they stick with moving forward, but I, I liked Saturday's lineup better than Sunday. But either way, it was a twelve to two win. Uh, Ole Miss was able to really just just kind of cruise their way into a win today. Uh, McDaniel was good. Uh, I think that you could see why Bianco went with him uh, in the Sunday role, especially though after he struggled last year. Um, Doherty was great. That's a guy that. Um, I kind of forgot about, kind of forgot about going into the season. He was great in his two innings of work, five Ks in those two innings. Uh, I assume he's going to be a very significant bullpen piece moving forward. But uh, there's just a few takeaways. I mean, again, it's Charleston Southern. There's really not much here uh, because they won the series, and that's really that's really all that matters. And there's not a whole lot that can be judged because of the talent gap. But so far, so good. Um, especially at the plate. There's an embarrassment of riches uh, with lineup options for Ole Miss. Again, they can beat you one through nine, and there's a couple of guys that aren't going to get starts every day that can also beat you. So they look the way they were supposed to look against a team they were supposed to beat and beat handedly, and they did just that. Otherwise, um, we will see uh, if this materializes into something more. But a really encouraging, a really encouraging opening weekend for uh, for Ole Miss baseball, especially with the offense that was as hyped as this one was. They certainly looked the part after uh, after one week. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm going to go lay back down and put a blanket on and curl up and try to go to sleep at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, see you guys here very soon. Probably another episode on Tuesday uh, would, would be the goal. But in the meantime, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the sweep. It was a very easy one for your baseball team. And I'll talk to you guys again very soon. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.